The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. So, good evening everyone, and welcome to the Monday night meditation session that is held by the Buddhist Society of Victoria. Uh, my name is Ajahn Sadaro, we're, we're streaming from the uh, Buddha Loka Centre at Melbourne East in Melbourne, still under the under the iron grip of lockdown. Um, potentially looks like it will continue to go on for a, for a decent amount longer as well, so, um, so you can you can safely do your meditation from the comfort of your own home for the for the foreseeable future. Hopefully, you're you're snug and and warm wherever you are. Um, uh, and welcome to anyone that's sort of uh, tuned in from Melbourne. Also, that anyone that's you know made the extra effort to tune in from from anywhere overseas, uh, you know, welcome you again. Um, so, as I mentioned, obviously still in lockdown, so all of the BSV programs are still uh, will be uh, online for the for the foreseeable foreseeable future. Um, what do we have coming up? We there's a Sunday Dharma talk next week, um, which actually I'll be giving. So yeah, make sure you make sure you tune in for that, and that will be at nine Eastern Standard. Daylight time, Eastern Standard Time, um, Melbourne time. Um, yeah, so uh, you know, you're welcome to welcome to tune in for that. Um, so we'll give. I'll I'll get started with the meditation session tonight. Just as a quick reminder as well, if you'd like to uh, put in any questions, um, if you have any uh, burning questions that you've had during the week, um, any questions that have been simmering in your mind over the past. Over the past little while, you're more than welcome to put them in the type them in the chat. You can you can do that before we start, uh, or you can do that after we start. Um, for anyone that maybe it is their first time, usually the format is I lead a guided meditation. I try to keep it pretty simple because I don't know exactly who's out there listening, um, but we do that for about anywhere between. 40 to 40 minutes to an hour and then after that I uh, give some uh, uh, answer the questions so if you do have any of those questions you're more than welcome to, to put those put those down in the chat box that's there um, and I'll do my best to answer uh, any and all questions that we get and the more questions the better it um, it helps it you know, it sort of helps me out if I have a few questions there. So, any questions you'd like to ask, any any uh, uh, you, know, you know burning burning questions that you have, make sure you put them in the chat. So, with that, we might get started with the meditation. So, just find a comfortable position. can be on a chair or you can be on the floor you can even stand if you have some kind of physical limitations and just before you start to do the meditation tonight just set your mind up to actually really commit to 
practicing meditation for these next few minutes. Any worries and concerns that you may have, worries about things that happen during the day, or plans that you might have for the coming the coming day. Just resolve to put those aside for this period of time. Any kind of notifications that could come and bother you during this time. It's probably a good time to switch the notifications off. And really commit to this period that you'll spend trying to improve the quality of your mind. We have many hours during the day where we're working or dealing with other people, interacting with family, or even when we're sleeping, most of the majority of our day is taken up. And so this time that you do get to try to improve the quality of your mind through meditation and practicing Dharma is, is very, it's very important, it's very special, it's very precious. So we should make the best effort not to waste that time. And we can start off by bringing our awareness to the feeling of our body sitting here right now. You can notice the different sensations throughout the body. Feeling of the weight of our body against the seat. We may feel our hands overlapped or our legs crossed. The different sensations of maybe our clothes touching our skin. Or the feeling of the air and the temperature on your skin. However you feel at this point in time as well, any kind of feeling state or mood that's in the mind, just notice what that is now as well. So in essence, Take stock of exactly how you feel in this moment and the sensations coursing throughout the body. Notice that this whole spectrum and field of sensations and feelings and it's just arising right now. And it changes and passes away. So you can gradually move your attention throughout this sphere of the body. And notice the different sensations. You can start at the top of the head. 
move your awareness down through your body, through your shoulders, through your arms, through your torso, down through your legs to the bottom of your feet and back up again. You can move your attention through the body like you would shine a light over a dark area. Just do this for the next few minutes, really taking stock of what you're experiencing right now in the present and watching it arise and pass away.
pay closer attention to the sensations that are coursing throughout your body at this time. Notice the, the buzzing and the tingling, or maybe even pressure and pain. Try to pay a bit closer attention to it and focus down your awareness down on it closer in more detail. And as an exercise, as you pay attention to these sensations, we typically feel or think that maybe a sensation is buzzing and it's in our foot. And our foot is down there somewhere. But just see as an experiment if you can drop your conceptualization of your body and that feelings and sensations are located anywhere. Just try to notice them as patterns of sensations that are arising in your awareness. Try to drop this notion your body has a shape and just notice the sensations for what they are. They are just this kind of morphing and moving energy. that the only place that they're really located is in this place where you're aware. Just try this as an experiment for the next few moments and if you can't do this, don't worry about it. Just try to keep focused and aware of the sensations as they arise and pass away throughout your body.
you can actually use the sensations in the body to really focus and concentrate and calm the mind. You can pay closer and closer attention to these sensations in their minutia. Really refining down and narrowing down the scope of where you pay attention. If you notice this in more detail, the mind can become very calm and very still. Or you can use sensations to be very open and aware. You can feel the entirety of the sensations as one large pulse that pulsates throughout the whole sphere of the body and the whole sphere of awareness. You can just rest within this pulse of sensations, this changing flow You can experience it all simultaneously. However you decide to pay attention to the sensations, try not to label them or contextualize them as pleasurable or painful or buzzing or tingling. Try to notice them objectively, free from any concepts and labels. Just notice them and look at them as phenomena that's arising. There are no good or bad sensations. It really is just this pulse and flow. Sensations. They don't talk back to us and say that I'm pleasurable or I'm painful. They just are.
also take note of how interrelated the sensations you experience throughout the body are with the different kinds of thoughts and moods that arise in the mind. If you're feeling fidgety and your body is moving around, you're twisting and changing positions, highly likely that you might be feeling agitated as well, or that the mind might be jumping around. Or conversely, if you're feeling tired and sluggish, your body feeling worn down, your thoughts may also be dull. We can notice how sensations in our body reflect a lot of the moods and emotions and the thoughts we have in our mind. Say if we're feeling anxious or worried, we might notice sensations in the jaw of tightness or tightness in the shoulders or tightness around your forehead with your brows furrowing or if we feel anger or agitation we might feel a heat in the chest try to sustain this awareness of the sensations throughout the body and how they are related and are intertwined and interconnected with the thoughts and emotions that we experience.
in the final few minutes of the meditation. Try to open and expand your awareness to all the sensations in the body and try to experience this whole sphere of sensations simultaneously. Every sensation is within the scope of the body. Try to pay attention to it all. Try to experience it as a unified and holistic mass swirling energy. Notice this feeling that you're at the center of this ever-changing current and pulse. As the whole entirety, these sensations swirl and change around you. Again, drop all conceptualizations of good or bad sensations. And a drop all sense of location that one particular sensation is down below or above your head. And just rest as this ever-changing sphere and current and cloud of sensation.
So hopefully you had a fruitful sit. Um, so if anybody does have any questions now, you're more than welcome to put them in the chat. Is there anything? Yes, thank you, Ajahn. <clears throat> There's one question from um, Maine in the USA at the moment. Okay, yeah. From Kim there. The progression of thought, speech, and action mm. seems so simple. Mm. Any thoughts or guidance would be greatly appreciated. That's pretty broad. Um, can you just repeat it for me again? Or maybe, Kim, maybe if you could uh, potentially clarify a little bit. Just repeat the question again, sorry. So that's an invitation to Kim to, to add some more details to that. Uh, I think we go out about 30 seconds uh, to YouTube after we make the request. Oh, right. So <laughs> it may take a minute for Kim to respond. Okay. But uh, so I'm filling in time. Yeah. Is, there but another, is there another question? There isn't at, at this point. First? No, but I'll repeat the question anyway okay. as a starter. Mm. The progression of thought, speech, action. Yep seems so simple, mm. um, which possibly means too simple, mm. uh, any thoughts or guidance would be greatly appreciated. Mm. Yeah, I can... Um, so Kim has okay. responded with... Yeah. Um, okay, great, yeah. More information. Mm. I've had trouble stopping the thoughts from popping out of my mouth. Oh, okay. Yep. 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 <laughs> I I have the same problem sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's um. So this, you know, obviously this is the natural way that we actually you know, you formulate language and interaction with other people that we uh, maybe. You know, maybe have some kinds of thoughts or feelings that arise in the mind, and this is the, you could say, the impetuous or the motivation for us to actually uh, to speak. And uh, as a as a result from the response of our speech, we may act in a particular kind of way or have some kind of response or reaction from another person because of our speech. But that that barrier that barrier between thoughts and speech it can be it can be it can be a little bit more pernicious for 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 some than others some people have uh, uh maybe a tendency to just blurt out anything that's sort of on their mind other people actually have a tendency to you know overanalyze and overthink about what they're going to say before they say it and it takes them a long time to actually uh, speak up and maybe maybe they in in some respects act like a bit of a wallflower because they you know that that barrier between thought and thought and speeches it's um uh, they're a bit more worried about it or anything like that but so I, I i'm assuming what the question is is because is because if i have these thoughts and then they just sort of like blurt out of my mouth how do i sort of mitigate that a little bit or or, 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 or or stem the ebb and flow of those kinds of that process well this is this really is where um, a, a factor like mindfulness comes squarely into play 
um, and not only the factor of mindfulness, but also also uh, some other factors of the Eightfold Path in in right speech as well. Um, we have to have you know mindfulness over our thoughts and intentions of, um, and what we're thinking, um, and you know mindfulness there that that you know we you know there's potentially things that we uh, should say on there's potentially things there that maybe we should just just keep to ourselves but if our if our actual speech is very firmly embedded in in what we consider right speech which is which is things like not lying or gossiping or um or your speaking speaking sort of uh, a frivolous kind of speech towards others then then there's not so much of a problem between what sort of comes about in our mind and in our thoughts and then what comes out of our mouth because if our speech is 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 acting according to right speech then our speech will always be always be uh, beautiful and it will always be right for the time and place but you know, I, I can, I can, I can 100% understand the sort of the, you know, the the, the general the general kind of problem there of like, uh, okay, I sort of have an interaction with somebody that is is close to me or whatever, and I just blurt out the thing on my mind, and it and it sort of shocks them or or, or hurts them <laughs> or annoys them. Um, so, really, a, a good a good thing to do is just to. Any time that we think we're going to fall prey to that, to that somebody says something or does something that that causes some kind of reaction or response to us, is try to gather the mindfulness there just to take just one breath before you say anything. So if you think, I, I don't know, my significant other is is like he's he's blame me for something, instead of just snapping back at him, just try to just take one breath first and just be mindful of that one breath and then speak uh you know this could be this could be the difference between between you know three days of argumentation and and and, li- and living 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 harmoniously living harmoniously together so you know there's there's many different kinds of techniques but that that is just one if, if you do find you have a problem between thoughts that pop into your mind and then the the, the words that just came out of your mouth um then having this developing this faculty of mindfulness just of one one or two breaths before you actually answer is quite a good thing to do thank you Ajahn uh, the next question tonight is um, how many things do you think you can focus on at once depends on your different kind of abilities um you you we do have the capacity to take in a lot of information all at once um but how we split up our attention towards those things is different for everybody actually actually like paying attention to numerous things at the one time is is pretty much pretty hard and actually sort of pretty impossible you'll find what you do is you might think that you say for example you might think that you're multitasking and you're doing one thing you're talking to someone but then you're also 
playing with your phone or you're driving a car and all these kinds of things, you might think that you're or, or you're listening to different conversations and all these kinds of things. Uh, we might think we're actually doing all these things simultaneously, and at some sort of like meta level, you know, we are. But what you you'll notice when your mindfulness gets very good is that your attention sort of flitters back and forth between these things. Um, and this, when when you notice that this is actually happening, you start to realize how tiring this actually is um and actually sort of like a lot of like the research in the scientific literature and the, all the psychological literature sort of suggests that it's like that we're not we might think we're potentially we're, we're doing something like multitasking but what we're actually doing is you know, flicking our attention back and forth and back and forth just continuously and uh, so you're not really ever focused on one thing and this is this is actually very draining and very tiring for you to do so while at some broader level of kind of metacognitive awareness, you are actually all these things that are happening to you, everything that's coming about in, in this like space of experience, you know, you, 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 you are, you can be aware of it as a, from a, like a broader, broader perspective, but what is different is when you start to focus your attention more towards different kinds of th different kinds of things at different times then you'll sort of find that you can only sort of focus on like one thing at any one particular point in time it's like for example now it's like you, you know you might you might actually be I, I don't know where you are at the moment but you know there's potentially there's sounds in your environment that you're not really paying attention to but you're aware of them it's only when you start to stop and listen and you maybe notice that there's the, the sound of like an air conditioner or there's cars outside or something like that that you notice that those things are there but at some level you're aware of them so it's really it's really more about what you're paying attention to in any one specific moment. And everyone has different capacities to, to, to do that. So, yeah, so you can be generally overall, you can be like metacognitively uh, aware of many things, but your attention to those things flitters and fluctuates back and forth. That does sound exhausting. Actually. It is. It's. 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 Anybody. Anybody that says they're multitasking and they can do all these kinds of things, it's just you, you don't believe them. It's like you know you're not multitasking. You're doing a few different tasks in very quick succession. <laughs> right. um, Ajahn, that in fact was the last question that That's we've fine. received. Yeah. No problem. Um, so unless something comes in the next few seconds, yeah. I think that's the end of tonight's yeah. session. Okay. Thank you. Again, so thank you to everyone uh, uh, that has uh, decided to tune in. Kim, thank you for tuning in from Maine and asking a question. Really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, and again, really appreciate everybody coming and sitting with us on this meditation night. It's we're making the 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 best the best of the kind of available situation that we have at the moment. One more one more question, okay? Uh, the person who asked about um, thinking or, or focusing on more than one thing at a time mm. is is uh, extending their 
their question, I think. Mm. Thank you. In the meditation, I couldn't focus on anything more than one thing. Mm. I couldn't focus on more than one thing. Yeah. And it felt like oh, okay. flicking. Yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And ended yep. up ended up focusing back on my breath. Mm, 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 dot dot dot. Mm. So there may be a second part coming. So specifically in relation to the experience while meditating. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, potentially um, I'll just sort of run with it and if there is more to it we can sort of clarify yep. a little bit more. But you know, potentially what the question I could be getting at is as well, I was saying things oh, because it, the the focus of that meditation was to just just stay with the sensations in the body and to just... And, you know, there are practices where you, you just become aware of all the sensations as, a, as an amorphous single entity. Um, so maybe, maybe there was that kind of thing. Well, how do you pay attention to all these different, you know, all the different sensations in the body? Um, and again, this is, this is more, this is uh, a faculty that you develop or a skill that you develop with time where you can broaden your awareness out to take in more of or to be aware of more of the things that in your that are in in your like sphere of awareness um don't worry if you're doing these kinds of practices and you're doing maybe doing some of the things that i'm saying and it's like well i don't really get this and i just you know just naturally i tend to just gravitate back towards the breath or i or i can only sort of focus my attention on particular points in the body where sensations are at that time you know that's you know that's 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 totally fine that's totally normal um uh if you find that's what works for you then that's you know that's fine i just sort of offer the instructions as like a, as a guideline as a different kind of practice to do but uh maybe it could speak to something else where it's like you uh potentially thinking okay well i this meditation i'm trying to look at the sensations or i'm trying to observe the sensations but you just naturally come back to you know watching the breath or something like that um and that's in a way actually that could be a very good sign that you're you've developed a good habit of just watching the breath while you're practicing meditation and this becomes like a a habitual sort of rhythm that you fall into when you when you sit down to meditate um this is this is actually quite a good thing is like this is this indicates that you've trained you're training your mind well and it, it is just coming back to the object that it's usually meant to be doing at this time when you're practicing meditation but maybe i'm but maybe i'm you know yeah, throwing you off and interrupting you by giving you all these sort of you know random and strange uh random and strange uh <laughs> Uh, bits of advice and uh, so yeah don't don't worry about it too much um if you know if you've and there's also there's also times where it maybe it just feels like maybe the mind just feels like it wants to settle on one thing sometimes and so you have to be a little bit more intuitive in these instances it might you might think well oh well tonight i'm going to sit down and i'm going to do say for example like metta meditation but the mind just feels like, no, I just want to settle on this one thing and I just want to settle on the breath. I don't want to sort of jump around and investigate the nature of consciousness and phenomena and do meta and all these kinds of things. I just want to settle and rest on the breath. And that's fine. You know, you follow that, you follow that kind of intuition that you might have. Um, 
So yeah, so don't worry. Don't worry if you sort of uh, uh, you flip to one and you flip to the other kind of thing due to the sort of the impact of the environment that's around you. You know, if you if you're sort of focusing on the breath and you're feeling like you're relaxing on the breath, and that's fine. Then you can just keep on that. And so hopefully that covered all the bases of of what that that question could have been. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ajahn. There are no more questions. Okay. Cool. So, well, once again, the, uh, a double, a double thank you tonight. Uh, thank you to all the people that have tuned in uh, from, you know, all over, all over the globe, all over the globe. Once again, really appreciate it. It's nice to see that we're doing the best um, in the kind of situation that we're in at the moment, uh, having to do these things online. So uh, again, there'll be a talk on Sunday morning at nine o'clock eastern standard time um i'll be giving that talk so you're more than welcome to to tune into that talk and if you have any questions during the week and you can think of any questions during the week you're more than welcome to ask them again on on sunday but for that we'll i'll, I'll wish you all the best in your meditation and your dharma practice for the week and may you may you progress in the dharma <laughs>